I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Before we hop into today's episode, we want to tell you guys about one of our amazing sponsors, Podcorn. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know we've shouted out Podcorn before as one of the websites we use to find ad sponsors for the show. Yes, Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step to ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. Exactly. Podcorn gives podcasters transparency transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when we monetize. Head to the link in our show notes to sign up and start browsing sponsorship opportunities for your podcast. Welcome back to the Artie Friends Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today, we are going to be talking about food. Something that everyone loves. (laughs) Who doesn't love food? And this could go many directions. Grocery hauls, what we love, what we don't love. Maybe some weird food experiences we've had. Food that we've had on trips that we're still dreaming about. How we gain inspiration for cooking in the kitchen. We'll We'll see where it goes. But first, we'll catch up a little bit. 
do our peaks of the week, and then uh, we'll talk about food. So, so sorry if this makes you hungry. I feel like I'm going to be starving after this, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're just both talking. Like, we're seeing so much food content lately. And, like, I get a lot of inspiration from food content. And, like, it's just been a long overdue combo about all the things. But, yes. Okay, give us your update. What have you been up to? All right. This week, we have been finally painting our spare room. It's one of those projects that the amount of hours that you think about doing the project far exceeds how long the project would actually take. So in our unit, we have our main bedroom and then we have the spare bedroom. And for some reason, whoever the painters were that came in for the unit went before we moved in, it was almost like they started at our door and then they like they painted the kitchen, they painted the living room, then they got to the hallway and then they got to the bathroom and then they just like didn't finish the bedrooms. So all of the original wood in the main areas was already painted white. Like the outside of the door frames and the baseboards, but then they just like didn't do the actual doors and the windows in the bedroom. So it just looked weird. It was it's either like keep it all original wood or make it all white cuz we've got like this half thing going on and normally I think original wood is beautiful, but like why was there only a couple things left? So we find Finally, we're like, all right, we need to paint this white. But if you've ever painted windowsills, especially 96-year-old windowsills, is a pain in the ass. So, like we've had to like clean them all out. I mean, they're on like the, that pulley system of ropes. It's just, it's been an ordeal. So basically my apartment is destroyed right now because we had to take everything out of our spare storage room and put it in the other stuff because all the tarps are down in that room so we can paint. So it's a little bit chaotic, but that's fine. Once it gets done, I'm be so happy to have that room actually being utilized. Sky and I were talking, we're like, if this just stays as this spare storage bedroom room, it just gives us an excuse to like put shit in there and to like accumulate stuff we don't need because it's like, oh, I can just go in the storage room. And it's like, no, if we're not using it, we can sell it, get rid of it or don't buy it. Painting for me is one of those things. It always sounds like a fun time and I'm always excited to get started. And then halfway through when it's like midnight and my neck hurts and I have like four more days of painting, I'm like, I'm over it. Um, that's how it was when I was painting my house. It was freaking terrible. Like I, I was so excited. I'm like, oh, this is why people hire people to do yeah. this. Like it's fun for like, three hours and then you're so over it. Yeah. It's just a long process. But my other thing, I... Well, okay. I'm going to say my peak of the week because it's this, it, it ties into this. So the peak is that I'm halfway on my yoga classes. I'm at 100. So I wanted to finish 200 yoga classes and I'm at 100. So I'm very excited and proud about that. It has definitely made me dig deep to find some discipline to keep going at it. I'm glad I set the goal or I probably wouldn't be working at the pace I am. But recently I was in a class and they were talking about getting outside of your comfort zone. So the past like month, I've been trying to get out of my comfort zone, like in my own day-to-day life, like not just like, oh, I'm going to go to this exotic place and do something super crazy and get outside of my comfort zone, but like a little thing that I could just do in a day. If you're new here, dogs make me a little anxious. Not all dogs. I love peaches to death. I have a cockapoo. She's great. I'm literally obsessed with her. She lives the best life ever, but I am allergic to dogs and the dog hair kind of freaks me out. And I've been attacked quite badly by dogs two separate times. And peaches was attacked by a dog that jumped out and then I had to like pry it off. So I just have, I'm a little traumatized from it, but we have this uh, dog park right over by my apartment and it's a really 
cool dog park thing. You can get drinks. It's very nice. These dogs all have to have like a membership and be all up to date on the records and everything. And my yoga studio was having an event called Pups and Poses. And I was like, okay, that could be cute. And the day that it was, it was, it was like a nice 80 degree morning. And I was like, okay, that could be an okay way to start my day. Like I'm sure the dogs will be like in the actual fenced in dog area. And then we'll like be over here. Right. And like, I'll be in the sun, can do some yoga outside. So I'm like, this could be nice. And I get in there. No, it's just a free for all. Everyone's on the same thing and it's completely shaded. And I wore very minimal clothing. I was freezing. I hate being cold. And there were uh, probably 30 to 50 dogs running everywhere. Like you're in um, high plank and there's just dogs sprinting underneath you. The girl next to me, a dog just came up and just lifted his leg and peed on her and on her mat. The girl next to me, this like little mutt dog kept doing that thing where it like scoots its butt of poop like up and down her mat. And these people were not like, oh my God. Like if my dog, if Peaches peed on someone's mat, I would be like running over like oh my gosh, like, let me clean that up for you. I'm so sorry. The person like didn't even come over there. And this, I'm not sure what it was, but this dog kept laying on the front of my mat and drool was just like coming out of his face, like pulling onto my mat. I've never seen a dog drool so much. And it's funny to me because like, I'll like kind of pet a dog here and there, but I'm not going to be the one that's like rolling around on the ground with them. But dogs always come up to me. I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? So I'm like, why me? Why me? There's literally 50 people here who are obsessed with dogs and like just want to cuddle all of you guys. And it was like low-key super traumatizing like for that whole hour the whole time I was like I have to get out of here I have to get out of here and one girl actually got up and left so I guess not every single person some I don't know what went wrong but she someone left and it was just super super uncomfortable for me and it also just made me feel like shit because I was like everyone else is having a great time here like people are laughing and I'm like about to cry but it was really good for me to just like realize like I don't know what a nice cushioned life I have that that was like the worst thing that happened to me in a week. And I mean, (laughs) it's being dramatic, but like it it was just for me personally in my situation, it was outside of my comfort zone. But you best Mm -hmm. bet by 10.01, the event was from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. By 10.01, I was in my apartment. I literally, I was the first one out the door. I like rolled up my mat so fast and like sprinted home, took a shower, like got all the hair off of everything. And Clay looks at me and I was like, never again. And he was like, I was wondering why you were going to do that, but I let you do it. Oh my gosh. This is the vision of that dog seating its butt on a yoga mat. Like, I don't think I can get that out of my head. That is so gross, but funny. I know. It was so chaotic. I mean, it wasn't like that bad. Like, it was kind of cute. And I did take some photos and I was like kind of laughing, but it was still an interesting event. Because like, I'm like trying to, we did a meditation at the beginning and I'm trying to lay there as dogs are like jumping across me. (laughs) I'm like, what is going on? Like, I hope none of you guys start fighting because some of them are kind of getting tiffy, you know? And I'm like, I don't want to be like my face to get stuck in the middle of your dog fight. Because that happens. Yeah, it happens. I've been to Bar K, which is like a dog park bar. Yeah, and... Yeah, they'll fight. That They chase... Like seven dogs will gang up on one dog and just like <laughs> full on sprint at them and like chase them into a corner and like the people have to break it up and they're like, the dog is like shaking. Like I've seen that happen several times. That's super sad. I did not take peaches. People were like, you didn't bring your dog. I was like, I think she wanted to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. distracting too. Yeah. I yeah. Like I didn't want to have to like parent her while I was there. Yeah. Anyway, oh my that was God. just a funny story that happened this week that I had to share. What about you? What did you do this week? Yes. A quick catch up for me. The past week, I was in Palm Springs again for 
a Visit the USA, Beautiful Destinations video shoot. We had a three generations of talent. It was a granddaughter who was in her 20s, a mom in her 50s, and a grandma who was 87. We took them around Palm Springs, filmed this video. Um, Definitely was so hot again. Like This is probably the last week that we could have filmed this before. It just like is unbearable. You cannot be outside in Palm Springs. So that was kind of tough. Everything we shot, we had to get up at like 5 or 6 a.m. to get there and be super early to beat the heat. So very tiring days. We would take like a midday break and just wait inside if there wasn't an inside activity that we were filming because it was just genuinely that hot out. But now we had a great time. Some things we filmed. We filmed like the BMW test track, which is like where they have all these BMWs and you do hot laps where they take you in a car and like do donuts and drift and literally go like 100 miles an hour. And it was crazy. This grandma, 87 years old, did it twice because the first time they didn't get all the shots they needed and they made her do it again. And she was like really scared and I felt so bad. She was such a trooper. Susie is the freaking best. I freaking love Susie. The most amazing. Like, I love feeling like she was like my grandma too. Like, go Susie. Freaking trooper. We got to film at like a lot of like health and wellness places. Like we filmed at this hotel who had like a Himalayan salt room. So that was my first time ever in like a salt room. That was super cool. Kind of got to lay there for a minute, which was nice. We got to like experience some of these things ourselves. They had like an ice room, which is basically like a walk-in freezer on purpose. I'm like, yeah, I worked at a country club for four years. Like we had our own ice room. It was literally just like the walk-in freezer. It like felt like the exact same and kind of like looks like it too. But that was really so nice for Palm Springs. Like when it's again, like 104 outside. Yeah, you definitely need like an ice room. But yeah, just like walked around downtown, did all the things. I think one of my favorite things that we filmed and which is my peak of the week was a tea ceremony and sound healing ceremony in Joshua Tree. We got to drive to Joshua Tree, which that was my first time there. It's so cool. Joshua trees are technically like a succulent, but they only grow in Joshua Tree in that area and in that national park. So you can literally only see those trees, plants there. So that was really cool because I didn't really, I didn't know that. So that's the only place in the world that you can see those. So it's just like miles and miles of Joshua Trees and there's different hikes that you can do there. We didn't do any hikes because again, we had the grandma. We kind of just like faked a hike, filmed that, got to be in the park for a little bit and then headed to this like sound bath tea ceremony and our host, Leah, was amazing. It was like sunset. Did this amazing ceremony under the stars. And after we filmed like our talent for like 20 minutes, we got to hop in and participate. And that was just so cool. So that's my peak. Because that's like, I know a few months ago on the podcast, we mentioned like someone really wanted to go to a sound bath in Joshua Tree. And it's like literally a bucket list item for people. So I felt very lucky that I got to do that and get to film that. Because I know people literally pay so much money and put that trip on their bucket list just to go do that certain experience. That was very cool we got to do that. No, it's so nice that they let you guys get to do some of that stuff too, especially because you're working so Mm -hmm. hard and those days are long. And it would be such a tease to have all of that cool stuff happening and then not get to do any of it. So yeah, it's awesome that you get to partake too. Yes. Like the hot lap of the BMW. I was like, I want to be able to do it. Like if there's time for it, I want to do it. But like you never like push. You kind of just like see if there's like availability because it's usually like the people there. It's up to them if they want to like let us go because we only call as media or press and ask if we can just have like our talent do it. So whenever we get the chance, like I got to do the hot lap, which is what they call like the BMW where you go around and drift and it was very fun and scary. And I'm glad I got to do it. So yeah, it's very nice that they give us a chance. So yeah. 
Love that. And for your guys' peaks of the week, we have one here from... Danielle said, spontaneously traveling to New York City to meet coworkers for a yacht party. Okay, Danielle, pop off. That sounds amazing. Wow. We love getting on a good boat. <laughs> Round robin one here because there's so many entries for people uh, being done with finals finally. Mm-hmm. So just congratulations to Kendall, Carolyn, Sadie, Funky AB, and Liv for getting through finals week. Yes. Jenica said, my 21st is on Friday. Happy birthday, Jenica. Yay, happy birthday. That's a fun milestone. There you go. It is. Be safe, have fun, make good choices. That's what my mom would always say to me. And one last one from Libby. She said, spring cleaning the whole house and making a huge payment on student loans. Congratulations. Those student loans feel so good when you can alleviate that. Quick side note on student loans, if you do have them, they could really actually end up alleviating some of them because they pushed off the payment date until September, which I think a lot of people are seeing um, so that you have until then to not make payments without interest. But I have been seeing so many ad ads articles about them potentially canceling like maybe five to $10,000 of student loans. So one of my goals for the year was to pay off a bunch of my loans. And I had posted that I had made some big payments to my loans. I had quite a few responses and they were like, don't go more than 10,000 because if they end up canceling some of them, you're gonna be very, very sad. I know they've been talking about canceling student loan debt forever. I don't think that they're just ever gonna erase everyone's student loans, but they might, and how they gave us, you know, a stipend during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I feel like they might be like, okay, here's $5,000 off if you already have it, or maybe in the great world, they could give people who haven't done it yet $5,000 towards their Mm -hmm. current tuition. But um, a friend of mine made a good point. He was like, just transfer that money that you would be paying, that you want to pay onto those into a separate account. And then if that doesn't happen, then you can just apply the payment. Right. So it still says that money, don't go Mm -hmm. and spend it and then set yourself up for failure. That's a really good tip. That's a really good insight too. Yeah, I had no idea because I was about to just like bust ass and pay them all off this summer. But I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'll sit back and relax. Just my arm. Okay, I guess I won't spend (laughs) a few thousand dollars. That's fine with me. Okay, amazing. As always, send in your peaks to our Instagram. At We're Already Friends. Okay, food talk, grocery store talk, all the things. As we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, we just really like food and we like consuming this kind of content from other people. So we thought, why not share on here? Give our own perspective on grocery stores, how we cook at home, where we get inspiration to cook at home, favorite foods, new foods we were trying and buying at the grocery store that we never bought before that we like, all that stuff. So let's just get in right with grocery shopping. Okay, quick question for you. What percent would you say you cook at home with groceries versus what you eat out? Mine, yeah, I'm like, it's always skewed because if I'm traveling, it's mostly eating out just because if I am traveling for work, I don't have as much time to cook. So then that... Those times, it's probably like 90, 10% of like eating out is 90%. 10% is cooking because like, when am I going to cook on a set? But at home, we do cook a lot because Connor, my boyfriend, has a lot of food allergies. And I don't really like just ordering out for myself. Like if he's cooking, I'm like, I might as well just cook too and save money. So at home, I would say that I cook 90% of the time and order out 10% of the time. And then for Connor, it's probably like, it's probably the same. Honestly, maybe him, he's like 95% and 5% or 90 and 10. Just like can only order from like a select few of restaurants. Wow. That's really good. I would say. (laughs) But okay. But again, how we would say like, it's whatever you like to spend money on. Like if you like eating out and like experiencing like local cuisine, trying new restaurants, like, and that's worth it to you. No hate at all. I honestly just 
I don't know, Connor has to make all of his meals. So then I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just cook. Like I kind of just like fall into it. But maybe if I had a choice, maybe it would be close to like 80-20. But I just end up cooking a lot at home. That's fair. That's a unique situation for sure. It is a unique situation. Yeah. I feel like maybe everyone has a unique situation because Clay and I eat pretty differently. He is trying to gain weight at all points. Like he's bulking. He's in CrossFit. He's trying to get muscular. And I'm like trying to... I don't even think I'm trying to lose weight at all times. But I'm definitely not... I'm not eating to intentionally gain weight as he is. So of course, if he cooks himself a dinner with the intention of that meal, adding weight to his body, that is not the dinner that I want to have for myself. So I would say I'm pretty 50-50, but usually I always have breakfast and lunch at home and then I like to eat dinner out. That's kind of like my fun get out of the house thing. But recently with groceries, I used to in college, you know, you didn't have all that much free time and depending on your living situation, getting to the grocery store was not convenient or, you know, if you're a really busy person, you've got kids, whatever, it might be more likely that you're going to the grocery store once every couple of weeks. I have been trying to go to the grocery store like way more frequently and only buy like one reusable tote bag of food. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to eat for the next like four days. And my food waste over the past like three months, I think the only thing I've thrown away in three months is I didn't finish this container of hummus and it got weird. That's it. Like no food waste. And I'm really proud of that because it's not, yes, it's about wasting food, but like that's just money down the drain too. Mm -hmm. Resources, effort. Yeah, the money that... I will waste on food when I like didn't find a way to cook it or find a way to use it throughout the week. It's depressing and it just goes in the garbage. It's super crazy. I think that's actually an important point to make because we were, most of us are very far removed from our food actually getting to our table. And when I was down in South America on the coffee farms, seeing how much work goes into a literal cup of coffee from that coffee cherry having to like, it doesn't just start flowering right away. And then you've got to go and you've got to pick the cherries off. And then the bean has to come out of the fruit and you have to wash it. And then you have to let it go in the sun. And there's a few more things along that process. Then it goes and it gets roasted. Then it finally makes its way to like a coffee shop. Then you have your cup of coffee. And just to think about if there's leftover coffee and you're just dumping it down the drain, it's like that's so many people's hard work just going to waste. Like between the land and the farmer and the people at the grocery store stocking the shelves and the packaging that it goes into. I feel like we could all, I wasn't planning on saying literally any of this, but just be more mindful about what we're buying too because why why would you buy stuff if you're just going to throw it away? I, I think that's a great point. I feel like something that I've learned in the last year is that you can really freeze more than you think. Like I will go through half of a thing of mushrooms because I'm one person. Like I don't need a whole thing of mushrooms like every single week. And I'll just freeze the other half and you have to get ahead of it. Like you have to think of it before they go bad. So if that's like something we can like shout and something we both can, I'm sure, get better at. We're not perfect. Not saying that I freeze everything all the time. Like I definitely like open the fridge one day and like all the strawberries are molded. Like how did that happen? But it's always good to just like try to get ahead of things. And when you see them starting to get bad, don't don't be lazy. Like wash them, throw them in a reusable bag. I love the the reusable Ziploc bags. I don't know what they're called. It's a certain brand. They have them at Target. I like using those. You can put them in the freezer. You can always default to throwing them in a smoothie. Like mm-hmm. even like cucumbers. Like I wouldn't usually freeze cucumbers. I'm not going to default cucumbers. I'll throw them in a smoothie. <laughs> or like even like ginger, I'll freeze. I'll freeze mushrooms, tomatoes. And the, you could put those in like pastas or sautés. Like I try to get better at that and like freeze as much as I can before I throw something away. And yeah, you have to like get ahead of it. Like blueberries because they go bad like all of a sudden. And then you're like, oh, I cannot freeze that. Like that's nasty. Spinach. 
I think that was a perfect solution. If that's new to you, if you're if you are throwing away a lot, realizing how much you can actually freeze. Yeah. And seriously, the smoothie it it's such a good go to. You can just blend anything into a smoothie, and it's just great. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of food, we want to take a quick break and introduce one of our sponsors, That's It. If you're someone who has a super busy schedule, finding healthy and nutritious food to take on the go can be a challenge. But That's It fruit bars could be a lifesaver for you. Some energy and snack bars have ingredient lists that are a mile long, and That's It is the complete opposite. They're made from just one ingredient, 100% real fruit. I just ate one of their apple and mango bars yesterday, and the ingredients are literally one whole apple and one whole mango. By eating this one bar, you get the same nutritional benefits you would get if you were eating those two fruits separately. I also love the texture of these bars. It's kind of like a fruit leather, really soft, easy to chew. They pack a quick hit of natural sugars and carbs, so it's a perfect snack before or during a workout. They can easily be thrown into a gym bag, suitcase, backpack, lunch bag, purse, you name it. If you're looking for a convenient and clean snack on the go, that's it. Fruit bars are for you. That's it is giving Already Friends listeners a special discount. So if you're looking to try these fruit bars for yourself, head over to that'sitfruit.com slash ironwomen and use the code alreadyfriends to get 20% off your order. Again, go to that'sitfruit.com slash iron women and use code already friends to get 20% off your order. So we put all this info in our show notes. Go to our website, we're already friends.com. If you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can also click on the app you're listening to the podcast and see the show notes there. Our next partner, Athletic Greens, has a product Allison and I really love and think is super cool. I started taking AG1 once I started traveling like crazy for work. Their travel packs make it super easy to take care of my gut health while traveling. Keep my immune system in check and give me energy that I need to work on super long production days. Yes, I've also been able to try Athletic Greens. I got it for a gift for Christmas and I'm so impressed by the product and its ingredients. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It's lifestyle friendly. Me and Allison are raving about the ingredients. We love that it's keto, paleo, it's plant-based, dairy-free, gluten-free. In our own experiences, you can really incorporate it into any diet or lifestyle that you choose, and it costs less than $3 a day. To make it easy to reclaim your gut health, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, so going to the grocery store, what are some things you like to buy? I know if you're a new listener here, Allison is plant-based. So I'm sure a lot of your recommendations are gonna be plant-based. But like, what's your go-to when either when you walk in or even like choosing a grocery store? Give us what you shop for. If you're new here, I love bananas. I'm going to turn into a <laughs> banana. I think they are the most perfect fruit in the whole world because as a germy person, all the other fruit gets touched so many times. And with a banana, you peel it open and it's all like all clean in there. And I just love that. And a lot of other fruit, you know, you got to cut the stems off and then you got to put it in a little container to take it with you to go. Like I can just always grab a banana and throw it in my bag and then eat it. And then if it starts to get brown, like you said, I chop them up, throw them in the freezer put it in a smoothie. Yes. You make banana bread. Like they're fantastic. So at all points in time, Clay and I have 
a whole banana container and we each probably eat two bananas a day. So <laughs> that is a staple for us. But mm-hmm. a lot of fresh fruit and a lot of fresh vegetables. We always have peanut butter. My go-to breakfasts are smoothies or like coconut milk or almond milk yogurt with granola and then adding some fruit on top of that. Rarely I will have like oatmeal with fruit and granola on it too. On Saturdays and Sundays, Clay and I make banana pancakes. We put a protein Mm -hmm. powder in them, mash up the bananas or blueberry pancakes. Love those. For lunch, you know, I'm really going to call myself out here, but I don't eat lunch. It's not a good trait of mine. I'm working on it. Clay gets upset with me, but um, I might have a snack. (laughs) I like sandwiches. And then I'll eat. Usually just what happens is I'll go out to eat at like four or five. Yeah. And so it just kind of like the lunch just kind of gets brushed over. And I know that's not a good thing to do. I'm not recommending it, but it's what works for me because I can't really be productive if I feel full. Mm -hmm. So I like to eat lighter while I'm working. And then once I've got my like work stuff done and my yoga class done, then I'm like, all right, it's time to eat. Does that make sense? What What do you do? Yeah. I I feel the same. I feel like I saw a TikTok that was like, if you're trying to eat healthier, you have to shop on the perimeters of the grocery store because they put all the fresher food on the perimeters. And so I try to do that with like getting like a few or non-perishable things in the middle. But I find myself buying bananas every single time, blueberries, because I like using blueberries for breakfast. If I do like an oatmeal, I throw blueberries in or like even salads. I love adding fruit salads. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I'm not a big like vegetable salad girl, which sounds so bad, but I just love like fruit on salads. So if you are trying to get more into salads, I recommend trying some more recipes that have strawberries or blueberries or cranberry, like dried up cranberries in them because like it definitely turned me on more to salads than like, I don't know, some of them like that are just like covered in a bunch of vegetables. Like if you're not like a big raw vegetable person, like totally recommend that. Um, Other staples, I always buy sweet potatoes. I think sweet potatoes are like one of the best foods ever. I love sweet potatoes. You can like chop them up and bake them in the oven, like literally at 400 degrees, drizzle drizzle olive oil. Another one of my go-tos, literally my favorite seasoning ever is Slap Your Mama. Guys, if you're not on the Slap Your Mama gang, like get on it right now. It's a Cajun blend. It's literally just like black pepper, some sort of like salt, cayenne. Like it's like four ingredients. Like it's nothing special but it's so special. Like it's so good. And I will let that, like, I'll put that on everything. I'll put that on like, chicken, steaks, but for sure, sweet potatoes, drizzle it on, olive oil, sloppy mama, throw in the oven. That's like always an amazing side for dinners. Yeah. Love sweet potatoes. I think asparagus. I always usually get spinach and kale because I like kale salads, but I like spinach and smoothies. Me Sometimes too. I, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I get both. And then if there's waste, I try to freeze both of them because like I can never, I feel like I always try to eat more of it because if you aren't a spinach girly, yeah, spinach does not taste like anything. Like if it's fresh and not like going bad, like spinach literally has no taste. So like try to add it to more foods. Like I try to add to more stuff. Like I can throw it in like a pasta or like mm. even like tacos and stuff like because it really doesn't taste like anything, but it's so good for you. Other go-tos, I always have to get oat milk. I feel like I use oat milk and like literally everything like smoothies or matcha, coffee. Like I feel like I'm always running out of oat milk. Why oat milk other than almond milk or any of the others? I don't know. I think just one day I decided I was going to do oat milk and I never went back. I know some people like almond milk or soy. I don't know. I just like oats best. 
what I do with the non-dairy milks. It's always so controversial. Dairy milk is bad for you. Oat milk is bad for you. Almond milk, it's like two, you know, all these different things. So I buy all of them. I have coconut, almond, oat, and I recently tried macadamia. It's not my favorite, but it's okay in smoothies because I figure, you know, if one's going to kill me, at least I'm dispersing the the load because I don't I don't know. There's just been a lot of backlash on oat lately and I love mm-hmm. oat milk. And I'm like, why? Why do they have to... Food is so complicated. It's always... You can look up a million reasons why anything is good for about an item and a million reasons why something is terrible about a thing. So... Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. So much. Um, a hundred percent to that. Like if there's anything that we're saying that you're like, oh my God, don't they know this is so, so bad for you? I saw the exact same thing. Someone said that about tomatoes. They're like, you could find a million articles that say like tomatoes are like a superfood. They're amazing for you. And you can also find like a million articles saying tomatoes are terrible for you. So food is a touchy subject. Like people get very defensive about certain things. So just take all this with a grain of salt. Literally, figuratively. (laughs) Yeah, we're not necessarily saying like, this is the absolute most healthy and nutritious way to do it. We're just saying this as two people who have busy lives and are on the go. This Mm -hmm. is how we eat a somewhat balanced diet Mm -hmm. while not trying to spend a million dollars. Exactly. I honestly just pulled my grocery list. Other things I like to get. I like to get non-fat Greek yogurt because I feel like it makes good like sauces sometimes or like if I have tacos, I like to throw on tacos or for breakfast, just that with like honey, blueberries and some cinnamon is always good. And I love bread. Like I would feel so sad I have to give up bread. Like I know bread is an arguable, like it's good for you. It's bad for you. Like everything in moderation, people get all over. I feel like at some point, maybe I'll be like giving up bread. I don't know. But for now, I love toast. I feel like a toast is always like a go-to snack or lunch or breakfast for me. And I like the Dave's Killer Bread. I think the yellow one I've heard is like pretty whole food, like pretty good ingredients in that. So Dave's Killer Bread has me in a chokehold. Love them. But other than that, I think, um, yeah, we can talk into like more how we get inspiration, other things, but that's kind of like what I pick up at the store. Perfect. I have one last side note on the eating time thing of a, if people are going to be coming for us. I know that the recommended thing is to eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper or something. Because technically, you know, you once you start eating in the morning, you have the whole day to start burning. And if you eat right before bed, it's telling your body, hey, we're doing stuff. We're giving you energy. So that's why maybe if you eat right before bed, that's why you might have trouble sleeping because if you just mm-hmm. feed your body, it's going to be alert. Again, I know these things. I still just like to eat a lot for dinner. <laughs> Just, yeah. I don't know. It's what's it's what's going on right now. Going on into other topics under food. Do you have any traumatizing food experiences from your life? <sighs> Honestly, not that I can think of. I know like people get so grossed out by meat and cooking it and like have had terrible meat experiences and like I have never had like any bad traumatizing experience, but I know you have. So please tell us. Um, about yours. Wait, I'm impressed. Um, Nothing has truly traumatized me, but I would love to hear yours. This episode is turning into me being a germaphobe, but if like if I go to a restaurant and there's a hair in my food, I think I, I don't usually eat there anymore. And I know that's dramatic. Like I know hair falls out, but in the moment, especially if I've already eaten half of it and then like a big long hair comes out, like I'm just grossed out. And I know that all kitchens everywhere are pretty gross. Like I've worked in a lot of kitchens, no matter how clean they are, they're still pretty gross. Like this, mm-hmm. even like the food gets brought in on a truck and then it's thrown onto the ground or whatever. 
But even like if I'm, I don't get sick now as an adult, I haven't in years. But when I was a kid, like kids get the flu all the time. Yeah, kids are always sick. They're gross. Yeah. But one time I threw up uh, Doritos and Totino's pizza. So I didn't, I haven't eaten them since then. Uh, but yeah, that just, that kind of ruined me on those for a while. And recently, two places that I absolutely love one, gross hair, the other, you know, when you're, cleaning in the kitchen and there's those like metal uh, scrubby brush things. There was an entire prong in the taco. A You're whole joking. Prong. No. So when these happened, did you call the restaurant and tell them? No, I have never. All, I'm a baby. I can't tell them. I don't know. I, when you said hair in the food, we literally filmed at this ice cream shop in, um, on the East Coast. I think it was in Delaware. And I got like the ube, it was like an ube ice cream scoop and I was licking it and there was like a hair <laughs> in, in the scoop. Like I had to lick to get it. And I was literally about to vomit. I threw it away immediately. I just like didn't tell them because they were so busy. But I like really, I feel like I really should have told them because like that's disgusting. Like they should have thrown away that whole, it was like in there frozen. Okay. I guess hair is not even that bad. There's stories of you out there finding like whole thumbs and shit in their food. Yeah. (laughs) Which and like, which is that ever true? I always am so curious. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's go to to inspiration. (laughs) Yes. Where? Back to serious. Love that little side tangent. That was that was needed. Where are you getting inspiration for fun meals to make at home? I think you should tackle this one because I truly do not look up anything. I would. I have (laughs) never looked up a recipe. I don't see something and then be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go make that." I've never like looked up a list and been like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get those ingredients from the store." Mm -hmm. Never done that, and that's not normal. Clay does yeah. that. It's great. Hope yeah. For both of us. Appreciate it. I don't do it. I clean up after. So you take it away. How? What are you doing? Um, As always, loving TikTok for recipes. Like I'm literally so on recipe talk. It's not even funny. But I just like saving the videos and then like trying to do like a new fun recipe like at least once a month, which it is hard though because you do have to go out of your way and like buy all new ingredients. So some of the accounts I really love, Healthy Girl Kitchen, Queen on TikTok, Definitely go check hers out. I feel like I'm always getting saving videos from her. BrielleM gives really good fun recommendations for foods on TikTok. But something else I really like to do is if I'm at the grocery store, I like buying new ingredients, like trying to pick up new vegetables or fruits that I don't typically buy. And then I'll literally just like search on Pinterest, like mango recipe, and then like just see what comes up. If it's like a salad or like or I'll put in like beet recipe. And then there's like beet salads, beet pastas, like how to make pastas with beets. Like you just get a ton of inspiration. So I feel like it's fun to go out of your comfort zone with like maybe just one or two ingredients. And you can like put those together, like dates, chicken recipe. And like just like seeing what those two things pull up. I have really been liking that. And that's a great way to make sure you don't waste any food too. Is like if you have a ton of something in your fridge, just search that ingredient on Pinterest and see what comes up. Okay, thank you so much for that. Uh, going into kitchen appliances, what are your favorite kitchen appliances that have changed the game for you? For sure, the Ninja Blender. Like, if you don't have a good blender, like, I don't know. I feel like it's such a more difficult life to live. Like, when things are not blending and you're like shoving a knife, like, we had the worst blender my entire upbringing. Like, a, a blender my parents got as a wedding gift in like 1993. Like, we had from my born to like me leaving the house. And it was always just like so annoying. So a good blender. Mine, I, I got a Ninja. I think it was like $150 as a gift. And I literally use it every single day, like once or twice a day. Also air fryer. I have one. I love it. I think it's just... I mean, cleaning it is a pain. I think there are nicer ones you can buy that self-clean. I think that'd be very much worth it because cleaning it is kind of annoying. But 
I don't know. Things just taste so good in the air fryer. You can air fry veggies. You can do meats. Like I'll air fry salmon, chicken. Um, Leftover French fries can be salvaged now, even air fryer. Like I never would save French fries from a restaurant because they get like soggy and gross. Throw them in the air fryer. They are good as new. So I say yes to that appliance. What about you? I am also on board with the Ninja. I use mine mm-hmm. every single day. I can't even imagine how much money I say. I used to go to Juice Stop all the time in college because I had a shitty blender and it was a pain to clean. And Clay mm-hmm. actually had the Ninja. And so now we have it together, obviously. And I have saved so much money on smoothies and juices from making my own. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we have this is not really an appliance, but our, we have two skillets that are the exact same size. And maybe this is such common knowledge, but Clay showed me it. You just put the vegetables in with a little bit of water. Don't even have to put anything else. And you put the other skillet on top so they're like the same size and it will just steam in there just like that in minutes. It's so easy. So pretty much that's what I do with all of my vegetables. And then after, you want to keep an eye on it though because once the water's gone, then they would stick to the pan. But they are so delightful and it's so easy because for me, I don't like the length of cooking. I kind of wait until I'm hungry to decide that I want to eat and then I'm impatient and don't (laughs) want to like do the whole cooking thing. I need to get better at being like, oh, in an hour from now, I'll be hungry. It's kind of like I'm starving. Then I go into the kitchen. I just want something. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that happens with a lot of people like when they eat unhealthy foods is like or junk foods, like your blood sugar is so low. It's like, what can I eat right now? I saw a girl on TikTok. I think it was Shelby Sacco who said like the key to like being your best self is like having just like good snacks ready because like it is when you go and like grab for like chips or something that's going to like immediately satiate your dying hunger. So do you have any like go-to snacks that you keep in your house like for those moments? Like I know you said bananas. Um, I really only eat bananas like for my smoothies or like a meal or on toast or whatever, but I love nuts. Okay. Yes. Um, I also think a good tip in the kitchen is we have open shelves, but I have put a lot of good snacks, like all in the glass jars. And I'm working Mm -hmm. on converting like the whole fridge situation to those nice acrylic containers, because I think a lot of the problem with not wanting to eat at home is the food at home. it, It doesn't seem appealing or something where it's just like your fridge is messy or your cabinets are just jammed packed. Like I have really slimmed down to just having the exact essentials in our cabinets so that when I do open it, I'm like, oh yeah, there is actually food I can eat in here right now. And I can see all the spices and I can see the the nuts and what fun beverage things I have. So yeah, just a lot of nuts. Yeah. And like <laughs> having chips. those. Yeah. Yeah. And having those like ready there. I know I love like getting hummus for that reason, like dipping mm. hummus in carrots or like mm. cucumbers. That's a good one. Dates. Oh my God. I freaking love dates. Dates with peanut butter. And like, if you're wanting something sweet, put putting some like um, chocolate chips on the date with peanut butter. Oh my God. Like get some dates. They're delicious. Yeah. Those are kind of my go-to snacks. Yeah. Agree with hummus. I eat a lot of hummus. Yeah. Flavor. Any preference? I'll go crazy. I'll eat any kind of hummus. (laughs) Yeah. Any of those dips. I'm a big dip person. I just love lots of small bites. So like avocado-y type salsa-y dips, anything like that, that I can stick cauliflower, broccoli, carrots, like you said, cucumbers in. Mm -hmm. I'm all game because I just love small bites. Yeah. That's good. It's just fun. I don't know. Um, Go-to meals at home or any special occasion meals that you really vibe with? Hmm. I like making do-it-yourself pizzas. Ooh, yeah. I think yeah. those are fun. That's and really fun. It's a good thing if you have a part, a good meal to serve a variety of 
people in your home because you can always just split the pizza crust up into however many different, like if someone doesn't want cheese on theirs or Clay wants chicken on his part, you can just split it however you want. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. It's quick. It's so easy. Healthy. Along that same note, I love bowls for dinner. So like getting a rice or like a grain and then like just like getting a bunch of ingredients and then like you can build your own bowl, like pickled onions, um, yeah, kale, spinach, sweet potatoes, beans, a meat. Like I, I'm a big fan of bowls. And then I feel like that kind of feels really healthy because then you can like load up on spinach, load up on like the whole grains. It's like really filling lots of fresh veggies and all that stuff. So I saw someone do like a burger bowl on TikTok and I was like, that's kind of like a fun because like I already do bowls with like kind of more Chipotle style, but then you could do like a themed one and like have like burger ingredients and like, I don't know, make that fun. We also cook a lot of Indian food. It's Mm -hmm. so easy. I feel like it seems daunting, but they have these like chana masala and all these different types of sauce packets that are pre-done with chickpeas and like the sauces. And then truly you can just like add, in our case, tofu for me, usually chicken or steak for clay or whatever to the rice. And it is so satisfying to have the spice to me. I think at home, if... It's easy for your food to taste bland if you don't know what you're doing with spices. Mm-hmm. And getting investing in a couple of really solid spices that you like and that resonate with your palate and your style of cooking can help get that flavor that you crave from a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I think you're so right. Like for me, for that, like buying fresh limes, fresh lemons, like that elevates your food so much. Fresh cilantro. I love adding cilantro. I try not to kill it before I can use it. Um, I need to work on like preserving my cilantro's basils, all that stuff. But it like seriously levels up your game so much when you like can season things correctly. Yes. Do you have any like go-to seasonings that you buy? Um, we have this other one, kind of how you said Slappy Old Mama is <laughs> nothing crazy, but it's special. Uh, we use one that Clay's family makes, but same. It's just four ingredients. Mm-hmm. Look up Urker salt. That's what it's called. I don't okay. know. I think it's like salt. You make it from your own cabinet things. And it is just delightful on everything. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love cumin. I love paprika, like paprika yes. on avocado toast. Yes. Um, of course, everything but the bagel, but I really do like it. Yeah, it's so good. I feel like Those if are- you are like trying to get seasonings, Trader Joe's is a good place to start. Like they have so many you can pick from and like that can like, you can buy a bunch and see what you're like leaning towards and what flavors you like. And then you can kind of look up recipes in those variations. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts? I think final thoughts. I think it's great to get outside your comfort zone with types of cuisines you're making. Like Allison said, Indian food. Like I think on one of our other episodes, you're like, I used to never make Indian food. Now it's like one of my go-tos. I feel like I've been really branching out and doing that lately. And I've been so happy. Like me and Hania, we made authentic tacos last week and had meat. They had like pre-seasoned carne asada, which Hania usually would not do, but we were on a shoot. And it was like that, tacos, fresh lime, onions and cilantro. And it was like so good. So I think getting out of your comfort zone and looking up those like more authentic recipes is always good. Other final thoughts? Well, I'll just throw out some restaurants I really like. And I think Allison had some that she really likes too that we are just, we dream about. Brown Street Bakery in Charleston, South Carolina. If you're in Charleston, must go there and get the chocolate croissant. So good. And their coffee's amazing. If you're ever in New York City, Thursday Kitchen, you have to go. It's delicious. It's like Asian fusion food. Sauce in New York City is also really good. Pizza, pasta, 12 chairs. 
I think both been tall chairs. It's so, it's so good. good. It's iconic. I had one like a 10 minute walk from my apartment. I would go all the time. It was like my go-to place. It's like beautiful inside, but the food is Mediterranean, hummus, all the sorts. Like, oh my God, so, so, so good. And then recently I had Veracruz in Austin, Texas. Tacos, like literally one of the best tacos I've had in my life. That's just some off the top of my head. I know you had a few you want to shout out. Uh, one that immediately came to mind is Chef Tanya's. Did you go when you were in Palm Springs? That is so freaking funny that you have this on this list because I cooked in Palm Springs. I was so over eating out. Like after doing mm. Coachella two weekends in a row, like I was just like not trying to eat out on this trip. I think I ate out like once um, when we were with the whole crew, but I like really ate at our Airbnb. But our crew that I was with got Chef Tanya's three or four different times. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea like if it was like a big thing. They just loved it so much. They ordered it three times. So it's so funny you have that on this list. It is. I didn't know it was like a known famous I thing. Didn't, I didn't know that until just now. I had and, no idea. Really? Okay. Well, apparently, yeah. If you guys go, Chef Tanya's, it's amazing. It started super small and it was like an OG vegetarian, vegan, plant-based joint way back. And everyone told her, you're going to have to add meat to your menu. And she just like stuck to her guns and she did it. And now I think there's a couple locations like in that area, but it is so good. And they have this drink that's amazing. Yeah. When I was there, that was like the only thing I ate. Literally. Same with my crew. That's so funny. (sighs) Nothing was better. There's a similar place that it's called Anna Perna's World Vegetarian Cafe in Albuquerque. Same thing. Early to the game has a couple of locations, but that one's a little more geared toward uh, Ayurvedic food. Billy's in Kansas City is actually delightful. So good. I don't know if it's just I have so many good memories there that I like it, but the atmosphere is great. And then in Mexico City, I went to this place called Pattaya Vegana and I posted a picture on my feed the other day. It's deep in the album though. The craziest colors this food is all made from. And I have to give a shout out to their social media person. I tagged them in the picture and they were like, oh my gosh, like, thank you so much for coming. This is a great photo. Can we ask about your experience? How was it? What did you get? Do you have any feedback? And I like just answered and they were like, well, if you could give us a review, we would really appreciate that. And they were just so kind and caring in the DMs. And I feel like I tag brands literally all the time and they never reply or they'll just like like it, you know? Like they're not like, how was your experience? How can we be better? I was like, wow, this is really good customer service. Like I was already absolutely going to go back. I went twice on my trip, but now like I will be forever loyal to them. Wow. Where was that one again? That was in Mexico City. Pataya Vigana. And close to that is Three Madras Tacos, also vegan. It's this taco truck. They have like 20,000 Instagram followers. They're both to die for. Amazing. Well, we'll throw these in our show notes. You guys can view that on this, wherever you're listening, the show notes. Otherwise, if you can't find them, go to we'realreadyfriends.com. You can find this episode and you can always view our show notes there. If we think of any others, we'll throw them on there as well. We hope this was interesting. We, like we said, we just like food, like talking about it. Take care of yourselves, guys. Food is fuel. It's good for you. We hope that you have a healthy relationship with food. And if you're working towards that, we're sending you the best vibes. I know we all go through our own struggles with eating and meals and stuff. And I just hope you know that you're amazing. You are doing great. If eating a meal is like a really big accomplishment for you, we're so proud of you. If this is like outside of your comfort zone and you're hoping to get more into cooking, being better about eating, sending you all the love. We know you can do it. Yeah, this is like a tough subject, but we hope we had some fun, inspired you guys for some new meals in the kitchen. And yeah, get out there and go to the grocery store and feel confident shopping around, getting your things. Amazing. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.